Space robots are ready to get all up in that source. Metal dicks yo. Welcome to Space Robots Episode 1. A comedy podcast for the permanently sexy. In offices and schoolrooms too, robots have learned to turn on the lights. Don't look now, but this motor car is simply full of robots. Welcome to Space Robots. Uh, my name is Ben Hall, Transdimensional Roomba. I'm Nathan Hall, Koalatron. And I'm Andrew Teague, Rocky Balbobot. <laughs> we did it, guys. We <laughs> fucking did it. We're on the internet. <laughs> We're podcasting. We're, I've, yeah, that's I've, built, I've built this pod. That we're is, casting into it. It's great. That is indeed um, what we're doing. This is so exciting, and I'm <laughs> I'm fucking I'm. It's not that I I right haven't sh- I haven't shit my pants, but not yet. This is a and this is a big but. Uh, it it could happen. Um, I am super excited. We're gonna be we're gonna be fucking best friends with the internet, you guys. <laughs> we're gonna. Let me explain to you. I don't know if you really like appreciate kind of the full gravity of what's going on here, but um, what are your top comedy TV shows? Uh, your Jay Leno show. Um, your, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Your George, your George Lopez program. Obviously, these are the top. These are the funniest people that exist today. Um, they're they're definitely we, in the upper echelon. Yeah. Now, now we, our podcast, their their shows go out to millions of people. Our podcast is on the internet. It can be fucking accessed by anyone in the world. And the result is that we are now being listened to by the six billion people that live on planet Earth, and we're going to be best friends with all of those people, even the North Koreans. Especially the, I mean, those those fuckers. I mean, they got enough on their plate. I'm they sure don't need. This will, they need this. Yeah, they need. This is, this will be on North Korean internet. We, I'm pretty sure. I should I should introduce this a little bit further. Uh, we are three Southern gentlemen of note. Um, Nathan and I are brothers. Um, Andrew is. Um, I'm I'm calling him our cousin from another uncle. Um, nice. I don't care. If, I think that's if people fair. get offended by that. I don't know. I care if that rattles the uh, the establishment. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what we're here um, for. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so good. Um, but yeah, we there are people around the world. Um, there's a young girl in Edinburgh. I imagine there is. Uh, a gentleman in India who's a shoe salesman. There's a uh, a you know a, a hooker with a heart of gold in, <laughs> in Australia. Um, these people, sure. they want a best friend. They know how to log on to their internet. Um, they can they tri- know they can triple their money use- here with us. You know. Yes, presumably friends. somehow yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna triple your money or, or your or your money back guaranteed um, you can have all of your money back <laughs> no matter what and 
for all of these people, uh, knowing a, a southerner is going to be a novelty. I mean, we don't have any uh, personality to contribute particularly. Uh, we're not going to be a great best friend. We're going to maybe try to bang another one of your friends who's also close to you, and you're going to—that's going to be uncomfortable. But well, what are friends for, though? I mean, <laughs> the exciting thing is that Sharing the novelty of us being three southern gentlemen. Uh, very okay. high class. Very uh, pinkies out. Know, we, fellas. we go to pinkies we out. go to debutante balls like like all the top. Uh, I love all the debutante top. balls. <laughs> oh my god! When when a young lady debuts, let me start off. <laughs> stop. Start off by saying, uh, just to the world, when a when a young lady debuts, it's a magical occasion. Whether it's a quinceanera. Um, or a debutante ball, and and we will always be there. Not not to do creepy things. We're not going to be creepy about it. No, um, no, no. We're not going to try to like nail sixteen-year-old. I mean, I mean, yeah, we're gonna. There's going to be an awkward, like we're going to awkwardly stare too much, probably at, at one particular. But that's yeah. that's just natural. That's, we're just. <laughs> there's an age cutoff, though. I mean, it's not. I guess what I'm good. trying to say is we're going to be best friends with everyone on the internet and that's fucking exciting you guys we're yes. gonna best friends with benefits yeah i mean Indeed. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna if if that young lady from edinburgh or that or that shoe salesman from india if they you know want to want a little a little mouth business i'm not gonna <laughs> deny them that it's the the, and the uh what was the other one the shark attack victim in australia yeah, all of every all of them the, that one if, especially. If you want, listen, America, she, the world. She needs a little nub loving. Uh, if if you want a little mouth business, that's that's why we made this podcast. Um, well, it's one reason. It's what's well, the main? Re- I mean, handies for sure. Yeah. They're going to be some handies. <laughs> um, but but primarily mouth business. Um, so you're thinking that uh, billions? I feel like one of you billions is taking people. off. Somebody had like a zoing noise. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> it was just in my headphones. There was a didgeridoo. Um, Did you hear didgeridoo? <laughs> I heard it. But yeah, guys, guys, this is exciting, um, and we encourage you if you're listening, um, if you're enjoying this if you want it if you want some mouth business um maybe you want to go on itunes and subscribe to the sweet podcast we've made maybe you want to review it um which is really going to help out our our itunes ranking if you want to and triple, it's gonna, triple your money and your mouth business yeah you're gonna we're gonna fucking triple your money you guys <laughs> <laughs> if, at least yeah I mean, if not quadruple or whatever. I mean, after that. I should I should include a disclaimer that if you do give us any money, we will not triple your money. But um, we might. We in, just won't give it in back a figurative to you. sense, I'm not we're sure going we to triple your money. We we're, we're going to triple your enjoyment dollars that you're not spending on this free podcast. And well I don't said. know how to say it any clearer than that. I don't think anyone could. I think you. I think you did it. So, yeah, this is this is a comedy podcast. Uh, it's it's for fun. And it's for laughs. Uh, like the Montreal festival, it's juste pour rire. It's uh, just for laughs. What 
Oh, um, okay, okay. Well, yeah, thank you for the I translation mean, there. I... Yeah. The I mean this this is going to be a multilingual podcast. <laughs> We're going to do a lot of stuff. It's going to be um, uh, in Portuguese. Uh, it's going to be in Russian. It's going to be in third language. And this what is is because we're reaching out to the world. We, not everybody's. I mean, some of it's going to be in indistinguishable southern redneck voice. I'm oh, sure we're going to do some things for the the folks down south. Yeah, I mean, we got to do some things for for the people. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. They they's bored, you know. They got the internet. They got it all hooked up. If they's in Chattanooga, they's fiber optic up in that shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> They got the Wi-Fi down at the boat yeah. angles. I should I should point out that we are in disparate locales. Uh, What's uh, that mean? <laughs> uh, that's that's a word I use. That's some more, more like, like Frenchy talk. Dif- different places, uh, globe globularly on the globe. <laughs> uh, that's when one person is in one particular uh, setting. And another person is just like totally different place. I feel like this totally other opposite yeah. sides. Of I feel the, like I've I've clarified. That. I don't I don't frankly know why why this is even a point of discussion. <laughs> okay, so uh, Nathan Andrew, they're in Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, in the heart of the South. Um, they're in a mountain lodge. Um, they're distilling all their own uh, corn bitters. Uh, Absolutely. They're yeah. They're playing in a jug band on the weekends. Nathan plays. Play the uh, bucket. Just plays the bucket. Uh, Andrew plays the jug sometimes, but also he plays that like wash tub that's just a stick, and then there are like two strings. He plays that. Yes. Maybe there's just one string. I don't. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I, th- I think you're. Uh, I also I play think you're, the... you're referring to the bucket, actually. <laughs> oh, am I? Am I oh. Well, I, I play. I play multiple on your toes. My, my brother, my brother Benjamin here has been uh, been up north a little too long, and he's forgotten about his uh, his <laughs> yeah. southern back porch re- instruments. Uh, yeah. Your buckets. <laughs> your, you're, you're washing. Your, I your also bucket. play the bucket, but Nathan is lead bucket. I am lead bucket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're gonna you're gonna need a little a little bucket harmony. Well, yeah. In your, in your jug band. I and am broadcasting. And if you don't know about bucket harmony, it's uh, it's quite a thing to behold. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I am broadcasting from Boston. Uh, Massachusetts, um, the heart of a place in the Northeast where, uh, I don't know what, uh, beans are a thing, uh, <laughs> cream pies, uh, the Red Sox, all of those. Uh, they have oh. tea, tea, tea parties. Tea parties. Oh my God. Pinkies um, out always. Um, Yeah. A bit. I mean, that's more of a British thing, and the whole Tea Party thing. I feel like was sort of anti-British. Uh, that's Nathan's dog uh, <laughs> doing something to itself. He's, um, uh, he's just having but, a good time over here. Yeah. So, so we're we're broadcasting from different locations, but that's the thing about the internet, you guys. It brings people together. 
Indeed. It's, it's globular. It's you might as well be in the same room. It's everywhere. Um, yeah. That room is called Earth. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. Brought it back. Oh, I'm mm, a little bit aroused. <laughs> I, I mean, you're welcome. Half, half chub, not not full on, but he, he flags a half so, staff, half mask. Um, as long as it's flying. So I want to welcome everybody. Uh, welcome the internet to the to itself, and uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. We. Uh, there's one issue that I want to deal with right up front, and this this has to do with the South and uh, and its uh, public reputation uh, worldwide, and that is uh, the Honey Boo Boo program. Um, now, if you're not familiar uh, with, it's called Here Comes Honey Boo Boo is the proper name. God bless America. Uh, and I don't want to do anything improper in my discussion of the Honey Boo Boo show. Uh, you don't want to silly that name. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a proud family. Um, <laughs> the, the boo-boos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Honey Boo Boo is a program Are that is... Are they related a, to the Boston boo-boos? Um, is that a... I doubt it. Is that a sex thing? Like is, a, that, uh, is that where... It's a prominent family. Move on. Is that where Yogi okay. Bear... Okay. Is that Yogi Bear's little <laughs> yeah. friend? <laughs> yeah, he's... He had to drop his accent for the cartoon, but that's his <laughs> his origin story. Um, the Honey Boo Boo program is a spinoff of a show called Toddlers and Tiaras. I believe both were on TLC, uh, which used to be the Learning Channel and is now just a just the a tender cluster tender love and care network. Yeah, just uh, yeah that too. I mean, if if there's any any more loving program on the air than the Honey Boo Boo show, I don't know what. But, so this is a family that became well known for dressing their child up like a prostitute um, and doing pageants. And let me first off say, I, I have the highest respect for pageants uh, and pageant participants. I don't really have the highest respect <laughs> for pageants. I'm sorry. Um, you... <laughs> <laughs> um, don't, but don't uh, the Honey Boo Boo program is a program in which this uh, young lady who had been on the pageant circuit, maybe still is, I don't know, is uh, uh, she and her morbidly obese uh, inner circle uh, live in a place two hours south of Atlanta um, in just a lovely community uh, where they act like just the most ridiculous redneck fucks you've ever seen in your life and they they eat skeddy uh, they told. do eat skeddy um, they will do a, a, a spaghetti with like I believe there's like a butter there's like a large quantity of butter it's or something a, that, you take a you take a or, several sticks of butter I believe you add some ketchup uh, and they call it skeddy and butter. <laughs> oh shit! They skeddy and butter. Um, so <laughs> this is a thing that is on the television box, and the the issue that I kind of have with well, there are a couple things. One, um, they decided to start off their season by having a scratch and sniff episode. Sure. Now this this is already an exploitative program. This is a Something that says to poor southern white people, 
uh, here's what we think of your dumbass, I feel like. Uh, which is totally socially accepted. There's no group of people that is more socially acceptable to dump on than southern poor white people. I don't see any other evidence of that in reality. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want to say swamp loggers <laughs> or moonshiners, which is also a show. Um, they got that duck dynasty, man. But it's kind of a thing, like a like a modern day German person has, where you can't. If you're a southerner, you can't really say anything about it. Because you know, it's yeah. not, it's not the best history. <laughs> no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> um, but that being said, I guess my question to you is like, so, so the way I feel about Honey Boo Boo, in part, is the way I imagine that like classy black folks feel about like Flava Flav. Is <laughs> just like. He's kind of entertaining, but, like, also a, a source of just, like, a little bit of shame. Just, like, just, we just, wish that guy would shut up. Just a skosh. Yeah. Of shame. Um, so, and, and in no way am I equating the plight of the southern white to the plight of any any black person anywhere, basically. <laughs> um, Please. No. But what I'm asking, I guess, is, like, is it... Do you think it's acceptable to be a little offended as a Southerner that the media portrayal of the South is based largely on kind of the idea that everyone in the South is running, collectively running one big pig farm? Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm offended, uh, <laughs> but... Is I, I, I don't think that's the opinion of the of the masses. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I should say people love biscuits. So, <laughs> in well, that sense, judging judging by the number of, of uh, Honey Boo Boo and Duck Dynasty T-shirts that I see on a daily basis, uh, <laughs> I saw one of each. I saw one of each that is at work thing. yesterday. Is it? For and I'm not just talking about the WalMarts. <laughs> Over here, I'm not. I'm not just saying. I mean, uh, you're gonna see some wacky T-shirts down at you, the Walmart. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably no matter what part of the country you're in, uh, if you walk into a Walmart, you're gonna see some uh, yeah, couple Duck Dynasty T-shirts. That's normal. But I'm talking just like walking down. The, <laughs> That's perfectly. <laughs> I'm talking just Snowing walking down street. the street. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, Andrew. What do you? Because I, I definitely. Yeah, think it's acceptable to be offended by yeah. offensive things yeah I mean I sort of think it is but here's here's the caveat to that right is that uh, I'm a little bit offended but also I very much enjoy watching the Honey Boo Boo program <laughs> it okay. is a delight of redneckery it is just the finest like ridiculous bullshit um, but it's, I feel about it the way I feel about, like, if you have, like, a relative who is kind of a little weird and you make fun of them, but then somebody outside the family comes in and makes fun of them, and you're like, that's not cool. Like, only yeah. we get, <laughs> only we get to make fun of, uh, only of we Jimbo. Only we laugh at that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So I kind of feel like, yeah. Leave it's Jimbo's like, tooth alone. It's okay for me to laugh at it. I, ha- I haven't gotten I'm very... from the South. Yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten very far am... with this program. Uh, I've, I've, I've done a, you know, I've done a, a tiny bit of watching, and uh, it was a little too much for me. But uh, I'm, I, I want to get back to this uh, scratch and sniff concept you yeah. you mentioned earlier because I <laughs> I, 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 I do not know about that. I, I I'm a, I'm aware of the concept of scratch and sniff. It's usually uh, I'm aware of the concept of television. I'm aware uh, of the senses of touch and smell, but I'm not sure uh, what a scratch and sniff episode of television is. Okay, so what you have to have a, a smart I, TV. Now I did a little. Yeah, you gotta have a 3D TV. You gotta. <laughs> uh, I discovered that what this is is you get a card uh, somewhere. I don't know. Presumably at the Walmart, I would think. Um, and else? you are going to want to scratch that card at the appropriate time. So it's kind of like when you're watching, you know, those like old 3D movies where they'd be like, put on the glasses now. It's like kind of like that. Right. But it's like, scratch the card now and smell what. Uh, smell what, Honey what, Boo's what, farts. Yeah, smell what Scooter Boo's farts smell like. So, and that to me is like just. If if anything was offensive about the show, that is just like rubbing that offensiveness like right in your face, like you stinky ass redneck. Rubbing that, that skinny and butter. <laughs> that's that's literally that what it is. Rubbing all over your face. Yeah, it is literally rubbing your face. Um, yeah. So that's. But the thing about it, though, is, and I mentioned this to somebody. Is that, is, was that television history? I mean, is that a, was that a thing I, already? I think it's, or? it's been done before. I think it's uh, it's definitely breaking a little bit of ground. Uh, it sounds very Nickelodeon. I don't know if it's ever been done with more than one type of mayonnaise before, <laughs> uh, which I feel like is I feel like this is going to be mostly mayonnaise-based smells. I'm going to steer the conversation <laughs> away from mayonnaise. <laughs> Or you will all hear me vomit. Um, <laughs> Andrew has an aversion. We can. We should respect <laughs> that. <laughs> Maybe I'll discuss yeah, it one if, day. So if you haven't seen the show, there's also like this component of like uh, the mom on the show is an extreme couponer, which is also another show. I don't know. If, I assume that she's been on the on extreme couponing, but I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so their home is like full of just like tubs of of like products like the butters and mayonnaises and uh <laughs> sketty packages etc. Man- Asia. <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah. I'm, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I'm a little offended. Uh I really enjoy it, but like if I'm if I'm like talking to somebody who's like from the East Coast and has expressed to me that they don't ever want to go to the south because they think it's like a terrible uh like bastion of uh racism and any intellectualism and cut off uh, then i don't really want to hear them like laughing at it but uh but I'm when it comes right down to it like skeddy watching like some fat rednecks eat some skeddy is it's it's definitely lowest common denominator but it's pretty good. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give it a little grip. Uh, 
it's it's entertaining on some level. I'm just not sure uh, if it's more entertaining or more awful. Well, I'll 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 watch it if it's you know like a blizzard and I can't get out of the house, but the power's still on, yeah. but my Netflix isn't working. Yeah, if you got a blizzard and you're chowing down, that helps too. <laughs> um, and also, like, yeah. There are going to be a lot of blizzards in China. I, mean, I, I, so I just you gotta, assume. you got to have a contingency plan. you got to have yeah. I just assume that the, uh, the, DQ, the DQ lounge just has <laughs> Honey Boo Boo playing all the time uh, over there yeah. at the Dairy Queens. Yeah. I was referring like, to a snowstorm, but yeah. we can move <laughs> on to that. We can Conceptually, talk about that kind of blizzard. Like, yeah, metaphorically, I feel ben, like. Ben mentioned chowing down on a, on you a know, blizzard. Toddlers and Tierras is like the hot eats, but then you got your honey boo boo cool treats. So. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. <laughs> but okay, it's, to each his own. All, I'm a tolerant person. It's all a beautiful metaphor. It is. All right. Uh, so we're going to take a little break um, and we'll be right back with more space robots. Hey, we're back. Oh, that's great. We're back. Hey, everybody. I was worried. You start a podcast, and you, you go to your first break, and you're worried that you might get canceled. <laughs> you're not uh, sure if you'll ever come back. <laughs> is, is that how that works? They, <laughs> can iTunes just cancel? I don't know. But so we're back. And uh, Andrew, you were telling me in the break, you there's something you wanted to tell us about. Strange laws. Uh, yes, I was uh, looking at some laws here on the internet. <laughs> where we're all here on the internet. The internet, at, eh? The internet's a great source of information. Where the law, uh, where the, that, it's, it's where the law is kept. <laughs> yes, right. A, a detailed record of the law is kept here. And uh, I thought, I was, if I'm not mistaken, that's the primary function of the internet. It's just as a yes. kind of your online law library. Yeah. Slash truth device slash porn <laughs> hey, hey I think that can be encompassed under truth yeah. well, you're getting range philosophical on yeah some of that porn is lies okay I'm just gonna go ahead and put uh, that out there I just can I just interrupt here to say can we just all contact our legislators um, and ask that they pass truth and porn legislation <laughs> I'm tired of seeing unrealistic uh, images of male scrotal beauty that I <laughs> none of us can live up to. Um, go the, on. The scrotal. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a couple of laws here, I, I, and I was looking in the state of Tennessee because that's where we're all from, and two thirds of us are there right now. And there's there's a there's a uh, a law on the books here. It says no Christian parent may require their children to pick up trash from the highway on Easter. <laughs> okay. And when Thoughts? it's... Well, if, is there further clarification? Is Christian, does that... What counts as a Christian? Like, Church of God? Is that, like, Pentecostals? Is it just Pentecostals or... It's any religion. They don't have like, to do could anything. You be a, could you be, like, a Unitarian? 
Is that still like under the umbrella? Do you think? I mean, it's it's just about it's religious holidays. Now let me let me ask you a question. Well, it's just does it say does it say anything about you know what what if these kids are are um, are doing an Easter egg hunt? I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna. (laughs) I guess you can't call the. I'm going to project the, uh, that maybe by the highway is not the best place for an Easter egg hunt, but, I mean, that's your cultural prerogative. If you yeah, I mean, are a family, if you're a highway, like a roadside family, uh, that does roadside <laughs> Easter. Which we, we have a maybe, lot of here in the South. Do you think that this was something that was created as just a kind of an excuse to oppress your roadside Christian Easter families. Ben, do you do you not remember roadside yeah. Easter? Uh, <laughs> Growing up, it's a big tradition. I yeah. mean, I remember bright lights, <laughs> and I remember just waking up in the hospital. <laughs> and, and I had you had all these so many so many eggs, plastic eggs full of candies, <laughs> yeah. and so many decapitated chocolate bunnies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't. Frankly, I don't see what's wrong with that law. That's all right. That's uh, it should probably be. Le- it should <laughs> Are probably you trying be a little, to say a little bit more that, general? Like, I think just just no children on the side of the highway is probably it's probably <laughs> yeah on it's any probably, day probably it's a better. Probably, I mean, good. Let me play devil's advocate though. Okay. Um, let's say it's summer. You're gonna get out and have some fun. Uh, you want to throw some things at cars. What are you gonna fucking keep kids away from the highway? That's that's <laughs> free speech. The Supreme Court has said, I believe, and don't that, quote me on this because I'm not a legal scholar. Well, just check the internet. Uh, despite <laughs> despite having an internet connection, but uh, yeah, it's free speech. You can burn a flag. You can, you can hurl batteries at hurl cars. Batteries at yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, Except for if you're this, a Christian this and it's communist Easter. China? <laughs> yeah, this is America. You but, can, I mean, that's the thing, though, double... is communist China wouldn't care about Easter because it's a godless... I, I don't want to call an entire nation the most populous uh, nation in the world a godless communist country, but... <laughs> they're all listening. I do want to make <laughs> noises that suggest this. Remember well, that they're all listening right now, okay? So that is true, but all, a lot all of them don't speak English. <clears throat> I'll tell you another one. English. I'll tell you another one, because this is something I mean, else that happens a lot in the South. Okay. A, any person who participates in a duel may not hold any public office in this state. Hmm. I will emphasize just Wait, in now the is state. This, if if you I could challenge you to a in... duel and kill you, I just and I could still be president of the United States, I just couldn't be in the Tennessee State House of Representatives. So That's... and this but this law negates the whole the whole murder thing. Obviously, because if it's yeah. in a duel, so that's, it that's double, double jeopardy. Perfectly <laughs> acceptable if it's in a duel. I believe that's if if I know my Ashley Judd movies, that's, that's double jeopardy, and you can't be prosecuted. Um, but yeah, so this so the flip side of that is that if you get killed in a duel, your zombie body also can't serve, which I feel yeah. like yeah. is. 
Well, and you have to be careful. You got to be ready to, you know, see it through. Because if you even invite someone or accept a challenge to a duel, if you let that you're, glove, you're, you're subject to the consequence. If you let that glove yeah, touch that, your face, I mean, it's yeah. over. It's that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's a, you gotta, that's a you contract. Could be an, you could be an that's unwilling you, participant. Yeah, that's why you've always got to be aware. Um, just if anybody around you has a glove. And you're in Tennessee. Only if you're in Tennessee. And they're not wearing if, it. They're just holding yeah, it for some reason. They're just holding yeah. it. And they're like One giving glove. you the eye like, oh, I don't know about this guy. Anyone. Like you, yeah. If you get hands, slept, that's on you. You should have seen that shit coming. You have and, two hands uh, oh, and you only just, have one glove. That's sketchy. That's just that's just part of being a Tennessean. I mean, you're constantly on glove defense. You know, you, yeah. you have a, a reflex built in. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's and the dual reflex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I feel like... Oh, just... Yeah, that's so much... So much, like... You just have to be so... Like, on your guard. I, I guess that's where the phrase on guard came from. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. Probably yeah, I'm, it'd be like, on guard, if I touch you with this glove, you cannot run for your office. <laughs> But so yeah, be careful. Although I have to say that that the Tennessee General Assembly is kind of uh, uh, kind of bush league shit anyway, right? Where we gotta, you know, if you're getting involved in duels, you're a risk taker. You are, you're a real Aaron Burr type, um, and yeah. <laughs> in that case, you know. You're going to want to shoot higher, at least Tennessee State Senate. And maybe, maybe you want to be become a Tennessee colonel slash aide-de-camp, which brings me to something <laughs> I wanted to talk about. <laughs> a little something we've been working on here. Yeah. All right. So here's, here's what I've done. Um, I, I'm a Tennessee native, uh, born and raised, except not born there, um, but raised there. <laughs> So, and raised, so pretty raised, much. Not, raised, yeah. not born. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love you know my hometown mostly. I, I, you know, you start getting into your Murfreesboro's, like I don't know, I, it's, it's fine, but like don't, don't ask me to defend a Murfreesboro. Um, <clears throat> the thing is that Tennessee, I, I discovered on one of my favorite podcasts, Jordan Jesse Go, they were talking about Kentucky colonels, and and Kentucky colonels are just people who are nominated uh, in the state of Kentucky to be to hold the title of Kentucky colonel. And as far as I can tell, there's not a lot involved in that. You're just that's just your title, but that's pretty badass, frankly, to be a Kentucky colonel. And I, so I went looking, I was like, well, is there a Tennessee equivalent? And of course there's a Tennessee equivalent, is the answer to that question. And the Tennessee equivalent is to Kentucky, Kentucky, yeah. It's the Tennessee colonel, comma, possibly colon, aide-de-camp. I'm going with colon. I think colon. Yeah. Which is sure. a little surprising. It's a little Frenchier than you would expect the Tennessee title to be, but it's still a pretty sweet title. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's a, it's a colon because it's you know you're you're 
Yeah, it's a you're, sequel. You're pronouncing it in this strange way. It's obviously pronounced colonel. Yeah, yeah, it's a Kentucky colonel. Um, but so that's that's a pretty high bar. Like I I would like to be, um, and I would like the many fans of the show, um, who are now all my best friends, to nominate me to be a Tennessee colonel aide de camp. Of course, of course, I would li- that. Find me a young boy and tell me that's not his dream. Um, I was unsure where that was going. <laughs> yeah, just just find just me a young boy. Um, full, full stop. <laughs> that hesitation was. But you can't. I can't just else. go straight to that. Like, I've, you can't start as as a colonel. That's that's why we have the military. So you can start as a as a uh, private first class or private and then become a private first class and work your way up to Tennessee you start, Colonel. You start private camp. business class and then you go. Yeah. You want to get or, or all, a coach or what is that called? All the know. different. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want, I mean, if you go standby though, if you volunteer <laughs> to go standby, you can get an upgrade in the military. I don't know. Uh, there might be military people listening and they're thinking, Oh, that's not a thing. That's trust me. I know what I'm talking about here. Um, if you, you know, if you, if you have a complaint, call in. Uh, if if we strive for nothing else on this show, it is factual accuracy. <laughs> um, oh yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah call I in. Check my facts on the internet. Um, yeah, I mean we all check our facts. We just on the we just type them into the to the law the law dot com and then it yeah. tells us whether it's lawfully true or not. Yeah, sure. And uh, or Yahoo News. So know, I can't it. start out. As a Kentucky, as a Tennessee colonel aide de camp, that would be too much. Uh, I would not uh, thrust myself into that position. Listen, find me a young boy, and I will I thrust myself. In, uh, <laughs> let me let me reword. Um, you might want to work on that. One. <laughs> let me yeah, let me workshop that. Uh, I thought we decided there was a full stop after find me a boy. <laughs> But I can't go straight to that, straight to being a Tennessee Colonel aide de camp. So what I'm going to do instead, and what Nathan has nominated me to do, and I had nothing to do with, I just, <laughs> Nathan just of his own volition decided. I just woke up one day nominate me, and I thought, you know, he needs this in his life. <laughs> yeah, is to nominate me to be a Tennessee Goodwill ambassador. That means. That I'm taking the spirit of Tennessee. He goes around to um, the uh, to the stores where they have the old clothes and furniture and what have you. Uh, I'm thinking you might be thinking of a different <laughs> thing. I, so what? So I, Tennessee Goodwill ambassador, partially does visit all the Goodwill stores wherever they are, <laughs> and marks all the items down ten percent. For the public good. Oh. Um, that's part of it. And that's why you need to own a pricing gun to be <laughs> a Tennessee Goodwill ambassador. Oh, you, could but, just, you could write it on there. <laughs> on the Red other pen. hand, uh, the main function of a Tennessee Goodwill ambassador is to go out into the world and bring the spirit of Tennessee. I'm talking about the spirit uh, of a good barbecue. The spirit of 
uh, getting up early in the morning to make fresh biscuits for everyone. Now, now you don't you don't mean like a like a haint, or a, or or a ghost. You're talking about mm. like the like the spirit of Christmas. Wait, a haint? Is that a thing? Haint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, maybe that's a southern. Uh, yeah. So don't words. don't email us to tell us what a haint is. I have, <laughs> I have, I have Google. Uh, I've got the law library here on my T- computer. Type it. Can... Type it right into Yahoo News, and I'm sure something um, will come up. Yeah. So the you mean a, a, a just a, a feeling? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take this. You might thinking you might be thinking the spirit of Tennessee. That is an old biplane. Um, it's not like the spirit of St. Louis. It's it's just the feeling that you get uh, when you are accidentally vaguely racist. It's the, it's the feeling that you get um, when Whoops. you when you've smoked some uh, ribs with like a dry rub for like oh, eight a, hours. That's a good feeling. And you're dressed all in orange, and you're on your way to Knoxville for the big game. I'm taking that spirit. I think we know it well. I'm condensing it into a liquid form, mm. uh, which is pretty delicious. It does taste like barbecue, but it also tastes a little bit like racial intolerance. Um, <laughs> that gives it the zest. <laughs> no, but it's 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 all the good parts. It's not the racial intolerance. It's all the good parts. It's the um, it's pictures of the Batman building in Nashville. It is uh, Beale Street something. Um, it's all the good things from Tennessee rolled up and liquefied, um, injected into me, not not with heroin, but heroin adjacent. Um, and I just take that spirit and I spread it around to the people of Massachusetts, to the uh, to the lady who lives next door to me, who's always drunk and screaming racist things uh, at my predominantly Vietnamese neighbors. Maybe a maybe a concentrated version that you could just drop on your tongue, like uh, like the kids do with the psychedelics, the uh, you know. Um, are are kids taking psychedelics? Are kids. I thought kids were mostly it was like all whippets and uh, and no. like salvia. <laughs> it's all salvia. That's all. <laughs> it's all that's salvia all, these days. That's what kids are doing now. Um, yeah. So I'm taking that goodwill and I'm I'm holding it in my heart initially uh, as kind of a storage compartment, but then I'm going out into the world. I'm releasing my heart juices um, just all over people's faces and <laughs> and uh, and bringing the spirit a, of the South. It'll be to like life a, like a elsewhere. mist, a misting. And so I've applied. Uh, Nathan has applied me for this. Certainly, I would never uh, submit myself for this. I'm too too modest. Of course, not. Uh, that's what makes you such a good candidate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm selfless. I am just the embodiment of the spirit of the South, and I am trying to take uh, Tennessee goodwill to the masses. And if you would, if you live in Tennessee, if you have a member of the 
Tennessee General Assembly or the Tennessee State Senate that you'd like to contact and say, hey, Ben Hall is a great example of a Tennessean. Um, he, uh, what's a Tennessee thing I know how to do? Uh, he can do a really good fake redneck accent. <laughs> he can, he, uh, he can uh, he ride has a large... Been to the choo-choo. He can ride a large bovine for more than eight seconds. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Well, let me let me stop you right there because that is that is a thing that I can't actually do. (laughs) But what I did discover is I bought myself a number of jaws harps, as you guys know. Yes. A number of jaw harps, which are sometimes called Jews harps. I kind of think that's racist, but I don't know why. Um. You've come a long way with the with the. And it's it's a it's a thing. Uh, that you put in your mouth and it just goes twang. I actually have one right here. Let me just, if I could just give uh, you a little, do a demonstration. little demonstration. Uh, you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a thing. Oh, that just warms the heart. That uh, is so fun to do. And pretty much all I want to do with the rest of my life is that thing. Just go. <laughs> It'll be great. That sound makes me homesick, and I'm home. <laughs> wow, it's pretty good. That's pretty powerful. So, uh, this is uh, a thing that another person not from the South would have had to like practice and like learn how to do that. What I discovered is, as soon as I put it in my mouth, it just worked. It's like, um, it's like when a a Swedish person. Uh, like puts on a sweater for the first time. It just it just works. <laughs> or they blow one of those really long horns. Yeah, in they, the, up in uh, the mountains. Those, that's Switzerland. I think. Oh damn it! Um, <laughs> those aren't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but it's like um, uh, they're they're. That's. It's like when a Scottish person calls somebody a cunt for the first time. A guy <laughs> calls a guy a cunt for the first time. It just happens. It it's, just comes just out of natural. who you are. It's just um, you channeling the spirit of and the And it's South a beautiful thing right in both cases. Mouth. A beautiful, beautiful sound. Uh, that's, but it's, it's just natural. It doesn't, uh, you don't have to practice. And so that's what I discovered. And that's a great reason why I'm a great representative of the South. Um, so, yeah, you should write to your write to your general assembly member write to your senator uh say let ben hall become a tennessee goodwill ambassador um write two or three letters i mean yeah i mean what yeah get off your asses listeners (laughs) jesus christ i just gotta like it's like pulling teeth with you people oh don't uh don't so, I'm already. It's we're halfway through the first podcast. I'm already fucking sick of these <laughs> listeners. Take take that letter that you're writing to your senator for you know whatever uh, change you want to affect. Cross yeah. it out. Cross yeah. out what you've written and and yeah. change it to what. What do you saying. need? Tort reform? <laughs> Fuck that. All right. You know we can we can reform our torts later. Our torts are tarts. So yeah, that's 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 my spiel. Please do contact your members. Contact your members of Congress too. If you live abroad, <laughs> contact your MP. Contact your member of Parliament, and just you know pressure them on this issue. 
This because they don't have any say over it. But who's to say how government works or how <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like who's who's to say who can and can't have me confirmed? As, technically, it's the governor of Tennessee. I think technically, if you want to get whoever that is, if you want, yeah. Um, I want to say Don Drysdale, but I think that's a baseball player. <laughs> um, Could be both. Could be both. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Contact, contact someone. Uh, call it. Call your priest. Call your who's your family clergy member, and just just lobby on my behalf, please. Um, well said. Yeah. So let's. On that note, I think that's as good a note as any. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with more Space Robots. So, uh, we're trying uh, a new segment on the show, mainly because this is the first show and all the segments are new. Um, and, and this is the this first segment, segment. Yeah. This is our very first segment. Uh, strap in, motherfucker. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, this segment is called Clearing Your Craw. It's time to clear your craw. Now a craw is is a thing that uh, is primarily exists to get stuff stuck in it. Um, it's people it's will get yeah they'll get your pet peeves. I will just be flying through your your craw. They get lodged in there. Yeah, and some sometimes they get lodged. They don't always get lodged. Sometimes uh, they fly right on through and you're fine, but mostly. Uh, you get a lot of shit stuck in there, and that's uh, that's where Nathan comes in with talking about <laughs> what's stuck in his crop. Well, the thing I want to get dislodged today uh, is uh, is I, I think pretty apropos to our first uh, craw segment. Um, it's people who try to put too many things in their craw at once, and. Uh, and I'm talking, of course, about loud eaters. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not talking about uh, uh, a little bit of uh, soup slurping. You know, that's fine. Eating eating's a, a bit of a loud experience anyways. I'm talking about people who, you know, who m- must be space aliens uh, because of how loud they're eating and it's ruining my dinner from across a busy restaurant uh you know sure specks of food coming out and you know uh you know having having difficulty uh with with the breathing breathing and eating at the same time becomes a problem when you're just shoveling it in there and who would have known that was something you had to practice at <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you're There's a lot of ab- lot of loud nostril breathing is happening. Sure, I've, if I'm not mistaken, you're talking about the the smackety folk. Oh yeah, the uh, the, the the loud eaters. Yeah, 
the lip smacking <laughs> good old good old timey folks. Uh, now that's what do you if if you had to pinpoint like what are your top food uh, violate what are your top culprits? So when it like comes the, the to food like items, foods, food items yeah, what, that cause. I mean, I think it's eating. I think it's is mostly. This, is this a skeddy? <laughs> a skeddy can definitely be uh, be a factor. Um, I I was uh, I was thinking about it, and and I was definitely uh, scarred by one scene in a film, uh, a little film called Mister Baseball, uh, mm. and uh, you may Good you classic. may. You may remember. <laughs> yes, you may remember. Remember the uh, the famous scene. I think I can say it's a famous scene. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, <laughs> but uh, if not that, then what? If you, you know, you know uh, where they're he's sitting around the table with these uh, these Japanese folks that he's uh, mm-hmm. he's staying with, <laughs> and they're all slurping their their noodles up. And uh, and they tell him that that is a polite thing to do in Japan, which is the only reason I've never been to Japan is because I just don't think I could handle it. <laughs> he's he's so had your, several your opportunities. Problem, yeah, your problem is less with uh, the loudness and more just with the Japanese people. If, if well, I understand. <laughs> Any, anyone anyone who uh, who perpetuates this loud eating is uh, oh. I can't I can't take it and I don't know if that's a real thing or just that's just in Mr. Baseball but uh, it's my only experience with the Japanese yeah. culture so I'm, yeah. I'm going I mean, with please it. please call in let us know <laughs> are you from Japan have you heard of Japan uh, call in and tell us uh, you know what's uh, What's the lip smacking situation? Is it is it possible that this is an issue that transcends uh, race or creed? Uh, I don't or, think so. Or, or color, or color even. Yeah. yeah. Oh, color. <laughs> or race again. <laughs> or another kind of race. Um, yeah. That's, and this this is as good a time as any for me to kind of break in and tell you that if, if you do want to call us um, and you want to tell us about Japan or you want to um, recount a story of meeting a Tennessee Goodwill ambassador. Don't don't just call and eat food into the phone. Yeah. That, that's not yeah. funny. No you can, what, am I, what am I going to listen to that? I'm fucking deleting that shit. You can call and <laughs> defend you. yourself as a loud eater. Our number here is 425... 425-606-5530 you can call us uh, we're space robots you can call us and uh, maybe we'll play your stuff on the air and what I'd really like you to call in about uh, in particular is I'd like uh, to hear stories of uh, people who kind of play against stereotype uh, by which I mean uh, so we know this guy uh, is a friend of a friend of ours, I guess, in uh, Chattanooga. I won't say his name on here because I don't want to out him, but it, it rhymes with smudge. Um, <laughs> Nathan knows who I'm talking about, but the, it's uh, uh, and this let's call him Smudge. Smudge, uh, the story was recounted to me that he in the lead up to the. 
2008 election was saying privately he's kind of a kind of a rednecky dude lives up on a mountain and he is the kind of guy you would expect to be a little racist lots of guns um, in the house oh yeah lots i mean you get, you're gonna need lots of guns in the house I mean, you, you're mountain folk <laughs> um but so this guy smudge uh he um confided in our other brother ian that uh, he was planning on voting for Obama, but he was not going to tell his uh, redneck friends because he didn't want to like catch shit for voting for a black guy. And and to me, that is like one of the funniest things. Ever. Like one of the most beautiful, <laughs> funny things is like a guy who you would think might be racist is not being racist, but is also like hiding it from people. Because he's got a rep. Well, he doesn't want anybody to find out he's not Which, racist. Is that racist? That's a fundamental. That's a little racist too. I feel itself. like we're yeah, going down into like a into a, a dream within a dream here, <laughs> like a. That's <laughs> yeah. so what I'm. Back what I'm interested crawl. in. What I'm interested in, if you want to call four two five six zero six fifty five thirty, um. You can tell us about times when you've encountered somebody that you thought by kind of stereotype was going to act one way and they acted another. Uh, and I'm not real interested in your crazy racist things that you might want to bring up. Your time when you talk to a black person and they're actually pretty well spoken. That's not surprising. <laughs> That's just a totally normal thing. Um, uh, but your times maybe that you ran into a redneck and you found out that they were like super militantly pro-gay rights. Uh, your time that you uh, figured out that, uh, you know, some kind of guy who seemed like kind of a goomba from uh, Long Island. It turned out he was really into uh, the plays of Arthur Miller. All these kinds of things. Uh, I've, I've uh, you can guy. call in, call in four two five six zero six fifty fifty five thirty. Program us into your phone, Space Robots, and uh, you can also email us at spacerobotspodcasts at gmail dot com. Um, you can even follow us on Twitter at space robotcast at space robotcast, um, and we're on we're on all your social mediums. Uh, your uh, Facebookies, your Google Plus, all of them. <laughs> let me just, just to kind of, kind of wrap this segment up. Uh, let me just in summary um, to the to the home listener. Uh, we've established that we're talking to everyone in the world, which is great. Um, it's great that you're all listening. I'm glad that we could take up your time with this discussion of Tennessee Colonel, comma aide de camps. Uh, and loud eatery, um, but if listen, home listener, uh, work listener, wherever you're listening, um, uh, shut your fat, disgusting mouth, maybe, and and stop, stop slurping over the place. Like, what are you doing? Close your mouth. It's it's common courtesy. Yeah, it sums it up. I mean, I know you're trying to get some skeddy into your maw, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. As I said Just earlier, who knew <laughs> that this was something that you would have to practice in order? To, this is a life skill. Chewing with your mouth closed is a and, life and skill. 
And not to be something honest, you most, have to learn at school. Most of the people who do this, who do this loud eating, look like they've been practicing quite a bit. I mean... <laughs> Indeed. But I, yeah, but they, they haven't, though, I don't think. I think it's blissful unawareness of just like, oh, let me get down on these uh, hostess, hostess cakes. Let me get down on these... <laughs> Oh, I got some. I got some little babies. Let not, me just. Not let me a, just chew. Not a hostess cake, but several at yeah, a time. I mean, yeah. If you're box. doing this, it's really like an aggressive act. It's a like I got this food, and now watch me take this food down. Kind of. um, it's sort of a pro wrestler attitude towards chewing. Yeah. Real, you're real Randy and Macho Man Savage. Of, Rest uh, in peace. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not recipes, I don't think. Res- <laughs> wrestle in peace? <laughs> Re- wrestle in peace. Yes. Yeah, of, of wrestling peace. Um, That's what they say. So it's good. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. I'm glad. I'm glad I can see from here that your craw is just... Uh, it's, it's wide. Fresh, it's wide open. Fresh as a baby's butt. Um, <laughs> and uh, I feel cleansed. glad you could get that off your chest I want to just move right along to our next segment uh, which is called uh, Best Guess Reviews <laughs> Best Guess Reviews Best Guess Reviews are uh, we have not seen a lot of things uh, in terms of pop culture uh, you know, movies. We don't get a lot of TV that in shows, space. Books. I don't go outside much. Yeah, I mean, we're in space in the very thinly contrived world of this podcast, and, um, and we're robots. And and we're robots. We're f- yeah, that's something that we abandoned pretty much immediately <laughs> as soon as we came on. There. Um, no, everyone remember, this, we're we just, robots. We just have to talk like them so that they can understand us. Yeah, you're welcome listeners you're welcome so um yeah we we can't see everything we're not we're not super super beings 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 we're not there's a language barrier i'm not clark kent we are robots i'm not uh i'm not a green lantern i can't make anything as long as it's green (laughs) um so uh we have to sometimes form opinions uh, based on having seen a trailer for something or having read uh, a book jacket, but not the actual book. Um, and we pass this pseudo-knowledge on to you, the listener, so that you can make informed decisions based on nothing, the thing that we made up. Um, and it's a segment that we call uh, Best Guest Reviews. And, and I believe that this week, Andrew has... Has our best re- guest review. What are you? What are you reviewing for us? I'm reviewing R.I.P.D. this this week. And R.I.P.D. That sounds like an acronym. Uh, I believe. What does R.I.P.D. stand for? Uh, no, just it's just ripped. I think. No, <laughs> actually, that would have an E and an extra P. Hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. In the okay. human language, but All right. I looked this up in in the internet, and it stands for Rest in Talking Peace about the Department. Wall? The online law library? Yes, I looked it up in the online library. library. Yeah. Lo- and, uh, library. <laughs> in, yeah. Uh, they, in the library. <laughs> in the library. Okay. 
<laughs> said, All right. yes, rest in peace department uh, is what it's All right. And this is something that you've seen? Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe. You're, you're fucking with this. This is things we haven't seen. Okay, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But let me, yeah, just be up, let me first. Be up front with the listener. Don't fuck with the listener. <laughs> I have not like... seen this movie, but <laughs> I saw a trailer the other day. My TV was on mute. I was vacuuming mm-hmm. my spaceship. And so, but I. Really? We can really <laughs> abandon this. You gotta really you don't do have a to lot pretend, of <laughs> dust, dust control on the spaceship. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. No, I, I saw a trailer. My TV was on mute, but I pretty much got the point. Uh, basically, oh, yeah. first I'll, That's all you need. I'll give you a little back backstory here. Uh, the plot, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically. Rooster Cogburn is is a cop in uh, in <laughs> modern day so times uh, of true grit fame. But yes, uh, but obviously he's dead. He died a long time ago from alcoholism and emphysema. Uh, but yeah. clearly, uh, hence you know we're we're talking about the rest in peace department here. So he, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so now being dead a uh, being dead a, guy, being a ghost. <laughs> One-eyed ghost cop. <laughs> That's gonna be my contribution. He, he arrests that guy. He arrests ghosts and whatnot. Uh, but one day, he basically finds a way that he can be alive again. Uh, so he uh, he he starts the ghosts that he arrests and traps. He forces them to breed and uh, makes an army of ghost ninjas. Mm, ghost, ghost ninjas. Ghost okay. ninjas. You've not Seems like ghosts ghosts would be the ideal ninjas. Exactly. Because the whole point of being a ninja, right, is stealthiness. See. And ghosts are so stealthy that they like don't even You can't see them or uh, hear you them. You can't even fucking see them. Yes. Yeah, they're 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 called hates. Great idea. It's a, it's a they're <laughs> I'm they're feeling more. more and more like this is just a word you made up. I tried to find uh, it on a, the internet, it's a, and it's a more it's a more stealthy uh, ghost. Uh, There's a lot of great. Uh, if you if you if you go on uh, Yahoo News, type it in. <laughs> oh, I'm already on Yahoo News. What do I type in? H a i n t haint. Okay. It's a real thing. I yeah, promise I guess, you. Uh, I ain't gonna tolerate this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just type that in. <laughs> Sounds like you're, right. you you really and, typed and a lot is, of what, letters. What? Well, <laughs> yeah, I gotta type. I gotta be thorough. <laughs> so what am I? What am I looking at here? What's What's this Yahoo News post that's all about <laughs> paint that I'm that I'm looking at? It's just uh, it's just news about uh, ghosts synonyms. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all your, all the latest. <laughs> ghost well, it's obviously important. They made a movie about it. Yeah, and and they put Rooster Cogburn in it. Unfortunately, so, yeah. though, I was uh, a little disappointed to hear that Morgan Freeman, uh, not in this movie. Impossible. Not even. Wait, who plays God? Oh yeah. well. I, who, uh, like uh, I who, said, I haven't who seen. Who narrates it. this film? Is that Jim Carrey, or is that it like maybe? A, I, I mean, Steve Carell. <laughs> it might be a surprise, you know, thing they don't want to tell people. I, I don't know. As I said, oh, you know who I would have gotten is Ghost of George Burns. Oh, oh, love great. Him. Yeah, that, that was a that was an oh god deep cut. 
<laughs> 1970s John Denver George Burns movie. Oh God, Denver. If you're lis- if you're scoring at home, mark down one for Oh God. Well, <laughs> John Denver. Uh, you know, this being a ghost movie, John Denver plays Matt Damon in this movie. Oh yeah, I mean, perfect cast. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They look right? mountain high. <laughs> they look identical. <laughs> first off. Oh yeah. Well, once John Denver takes his little tiny glasses off, I mean, it's it's there. You just have to yeah. imagine while he's wearing. I knew glasses. I could tell from the time I watched The Informant, and to a lesser degree, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that's Rocky Denver, Ma- Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> well, basically, uh, so Rooster Cogburn, you know, he has his army of ghost ninjas and he has a sidekick right uh okay well he did that was uh matt damon played by john denver and, oh, okay got and, it. and i'm okay. getting to it all right so oh, jesus let him finish <laughs> <laughs> for real so they go and attack new york doing things like uh you know making shit levitate turning the lights oh. on and off Making strange, classic, classic, strange classic ghost noises, yeah, you know, appearing in mirrors behind people, and then when they turn uh, around, they're not there. Oh, uh, oh there. you thought they yeah, were there? Yeah, basically waging some epic ghost ninja warfare on the citizens making, of New York. Uh, you know what I like is cups uh, float and oh yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> making cups float. Yes, ghosts love that shit. I don't. Hey. It's like the way that Southerners can just play a little twangy song on the jaw harp. Ghosts just, ah, oh, you start ghosting, and the first thing you do, cup. Ooh, look at that cup. Floating <laughs> around. That's, um, that's the first thing you learn once you've been bred and the, trained to be a ghost I ninja. understand. I also have not seen R.I.P.D. Uh, I have seen... Uh, Dead Like Me, which I think is almost the same thing. Okay. Uh, but with Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. And really, I mean, I think these these folks missed out on a pretty good opportunity to pull Mandy Patinkin away from his Broadway accolades <laughs> and uh, towards a you know a serious serious film role. Yeah, and that's exactly um, what this is. Yeah. But it's, I understand from the preview that they turn into, it's it's a Rooster Cogburn, um, it's a, a a Goodwill Huntington, I believe is his name from the movie Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Um, Played by John Denver. Yeah. Uh, and they, but they to the average person, from what I understand from the trailer, they appear to be a an elderly Chinaman. Um, Asian American, please. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, uh, elderly Asian American gentleman and or just Asian. Uh, hot blonde chick. Hot blonde chick. Oh, yeah. Because there's a great if if you if you take my view, uh, there are the big problem with movies: not enough hot women in the movies. Mm. That's the if problem. Only, problem with everything, really. I mean, yeah. Not here, enough here. attractive people. I, d- I just, I want to say, I want to take Hollywood by the shoulders, and in this place I'm anthropomorphizing. 
uh, in this case, I'm anthropomorphizing Hollywood. Uh, it's just a, a Hollywood sign shoulders. With, with shoulders. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's Jack Nicholson. And I'm just <laughs> taking them by the shoulders and shaking them and saying, why don't you put attractive people in your movies? Why, why is attractiveness not a quality that you look for? All the um, uggos in films these days. It is it's yeah. pretty rough. Why is Susan Boyle in every movie? <laughs> I want to see a Jessica Alba. I want to see a, a Gosling. They're doing all these um, Betty White blockbusters. I mean... Yeah. Jesus Christ, Hollywood. Like, let's be a little superficial about this yeah. shit. She's like a, a couple of days away from being a ghost in this movie. Yeah. Well, her, I mean, her that's the big... B. Arthur. <laughs> Indeed. Is B. Arthur alive? My bad, Probably. you guys. Well, rest in peace, department. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's alive. I think she's still alive. Don't write us an email. Uh, if you are B. Arthur, do write us an email. And just, you know, give us some behind-the-scenes stuff on, on mod production. Behind-the-scenes of mod. Um, <laughs> That'd be great material for this show, I think. I should warn the home listener that I am occasionally going to slip into references to shows that I'm far too young to have ever seen. Um, it happens. The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Um, Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. These are all things that I obsessively watched on The Nick at Night. I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's a fan fiction page for that somewhere, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a disgusting Lancelot there's, Link sticker chimp. There's always, that, that, that booth is like at Comic-Con every year. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he goes on to have an epic battle between Rooster Cogburn and Matt Damon, uh, who is actually Matt Damon, but played by John Denver. What? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Indeed. who 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 plays Kevin Bacon in this film? That might be Morgan Freeman. Oh, <laughs> but it's but a, Morgan but it Freeman. Might be a surprise. I just third, didn't see him in the trailer I, I, that I, believe, I watched five seconds of. I believe third build in this film is Kevin Costner uh, playing Kevin Bacon. Whoa, that's like a double mm. Kevin <laughs> thing. Wow. Kick off your Sunday shoes. <laughs> well, that's as good a place as any to, to end this first episode of Space Robots. Uh, this has been a lovely episode. You've had a great time listening to it. Uh, we've had a great time uh, doing it. I'm, a lovely time. You know, we've, we've been in our underwear the whole time. That's made it better. We've been um, kind of a raw dog in it type of situation. <laughs> Uh, but that's great. That's that's the freedom the internet provides. That's that's why we're on iTunes and not on. Uh, that's the one reason that we're not on network television. Um, is is that we just we just refuse to stop raw dogging. It's the only reason. <laughs> it's the only reason. It's the only reason. Um, and so this has been great. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you're one of one of the good ones, uh, one of the elite people who understand good podcasting and know about um, listening to things and downloadables, your sundry downloadables, 
Um, why not give us a good review on iTunes? You know, uh, it's if you're a person. off your ass. Uh, you know, if you didn't enjoy the show, why are you still listening to the show? Why would you leave us a review on iTunes? That seems kind of pointless. Yeah. What good you question. should be doing is listening to a different show and giving them a good review on iTunes. But if you did enjoy the show, if you're one of the greats, if you're that girl in Edinburgh that I was talking about, if you're a gentleman from India who's physically aroused right now by how many wonderful jokes you've heard, um, give us a good review on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just download it. Subscribe. Uh, it'll really boost our iTunes ranking. Um, and, uh, yeah, call, call in. Uh, call in to us with the phone number I gave you earlier with uh, 425-606-5530. Call in um, and tell us your stories about people playing against stereotype. Um, about uh, what else was I going to ask about? I was going to ask about uh, if you have a weird friend. Everybody has a weirdo friend. What I want to hear is your story about your weirdo friend um, trying to get you to do some crazy ass shit. And then, as a follow-up to that, did you do the shit? And tell us about that. Tell us about the time your weirdo friend tried to get you to start, uh, you know, tripping on salvia and go to the fucking uh, gathering of the juggalos. That's right. It's Whatever a, it is. It doesn't have to be a literal shit. We should clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Not the, not the time your friend tried to get you to defecate on command. That's, I mean... <laughs> Do call in about I mean, that. That's, yeah, that's I mean, just, just saying it doesn't have to be that. You know, it doesn't. Uh, call in about that, four two five six zero six fifty five thirty, or uh, write to us uh, on your internet box at spacerobotspodcasts at gmail dot com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at spacerobotcast at spacerobotcast on Twitter, um, and we have a Facebook page too. Uh, probably just search for Space Robot Podcast in your Twitter. That should probably come right up. Uh, the magic of search engineering. Um, and thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time on Space Robots. And we're out! We did it! We did it! <laughs> now what we saw there could happen to any of us. Fortunately, it is the responsibility of the electronic eye to prevent such disasters.